Yeah, that's my uncle moment right there when he says Nedda. Ne? Uh, thank you so much, Vosikumalo, for beautiful music. And that's change of mind and hoping that uh, will change your mind in how you view things, how you view relationships. And this is our relationship desk. It is Lifetime Live with me, Chrisalda Dudumashe. And uh, joining me right now as we talk about an ancient uh, practice, shall we call it practice, and which was abolished in some countries. And you get to wonder, who makes these rules? Women uh, may casually date uh, multiple guys, but uh, when it comes to marrying them, uh, society frowns upon this. And this is a practice um, that is uh, conducted in, in, in different uh, parts of uh, the world. And uh, we're focusing on why it's important, why it's uh, important for us to relook at um, polyandry as um, perhaps a solution to some of um, uh, the spiritual obligations that we have, spiritual journeys that we have, and also um, uh, to extend lineage. When you uh, when you birth uh, only girls, what then happens uh, to the name of the family? Uh, are you going to go and buy a boy just for just? Uh, or can you just uh, allow your, your daughter, baby daughter, uh, to uh, kill on uh, the family name? And joining us uh, to help us strengthen this conversation is Dr. Uh, Mamoteo Mutze, who's an author, a spiritual teacher, uh, so many things. And uh, thank you so much uh, for taking our call. I don't know whether I should say Togoza Goko, Togoza Mkulu, or any of the above. Uh, good afternoon and welcome. Thank you. Um, it doesn't matter what title you attach to me. In this, in this earthly form, I'm a female, but in spirit, I'm neither male nor female. I'm androgynous being. Yeah. Okay. So so you would be the type that then marries, right? Uh, let's talk about maybe understanding the concept of polyandry. Uh, you, When you try and read up about polyandry, all the explanations are just uh, merely focusing on the sexual act. Is it just about sexual act? I think we need to go back to an understanding that um because of um probably the program avenues education religion and others um monotheism brought monogamy which is one man one woman mm. it's crea- it's it's actually linked to Christ- christianity and that is also linked to western way of viewing things in Western way of viewing things, things are divided into two. Mm-hmm. In Ubuntu, we embrace the wholeness of our state of being. In ancient era, during the time of Lemura, ancient civilizations, and during the time of Atlantis, the beings who lived then, they were androgynous. They embodied the masculine and the feminine energy in them so the split took over for the purpose of the split took over for the purpose of having the gender form and the gender Mm. form was primarily designed for procreation purposes so that the species could continue no wonder we have a male and a female. Mm-hmm. But in this state, I'll refer to this body we call Mattel. In this lifetime, I've chosen to be a female. 
And I'll say, I embody both energies. I have my masculine energy and my feminine energy in harmony and balance. Mm -hmm. In spirit, I'm androgynous. In the physical, probably I'm a female. Uh, I appear as a female to those who look me with their visible eye. But in spirit, I'm none of those. Wow. So when you have a relationship, obviously I'll probably draw the male towards me. But also because I, hold, I also have the feminine energy, I have the masculine and the feminine. Part of me might also draw a male. But then you have to have a balance. You have to understand where this comes from. Mm -hmm. Because if you don't understand, you'll abuse. When you're androgynous and you have your male and your female in balance, it means in you, 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 you operate at a level where both polarities of the creator, the source, are in harmony. You vibrate such a high uh, energy in spirit, in sync with the universal consciousness, which is the creator. So, so if we were created as such, uh, where did the uh, rules of one man, one woman then come from? Let's, let's go back to religion again dogma indoctrination mm -hmm. before Christ christianity came into being or before christianity came along which i call it the new baby in the block we lived in africa or we lived all over and we had our ways of doing things i said during the era of lemura mm -hmm. the beings who lived then were androgynous Adro androgynous in a state that being a female could self-fertilize mm. and give birth to a child what yes some of us we lived in that era we've been visiting earth for many lifetimes during the era of atlantis we had beings like that and that was abused by the system along the way those you know we have a state where the yin yang polarity light and darkness mm -hmm. those who carry that we we carry that energy and those who knew the power bestowed on beings caring who, who, who are androgynous. When you are androgynous, you embody in you the triune cosmic powers of the universe. You are able to create, destroy, and preserve, just like the creator. Because sure. the creator is in you. You are in sync with that vibration. So... <laughs> When practicing polyandry, um, because I keep bringing it back uh, to polyandry so that uh, we speak within this context, because yes. it seems like we, we, there are many lessons that we still need to learn. Uh, why uh, was it introduced as, as um, a, a way of life, for lack of a better expression? And why was it then abolished thereafter? Okay, polyandry. When you have I'll speak, this is not for everybody, by the way, polyandry. You have to awaken to a certain level, reach a certain level of awakening to understand the implications and the responsibility that goes with actually having to live in that state of being. It mm. requires sobriety, being responsible, and honing and nurturing the energy in place. It's not for everybody. Polyandry. When it, I said there are two things that it could be due to two things. You might be in a situation where you need to ensure the continuity of the family line 
ended in it. Mm-hmm. But being a, 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 a being who has actually taken form and living in this body, you enter this physical plane already married in spirit. There's a physical marriage, there's a spiritual marriage. Yeah. We need to understand. In this world, we talk about the chemistry. You might have the chemistry, but in spirit, your marriage might not be recognized because it's not divinely ordained. Wow. Okay, so some of us, and should I say fortunately, unfortunately, a challenging thing to answer. We enter into this physical plane. We descend into this physical plane, already married in spirit and having a family in spirit. We come here planted as star seed to save humanity. Mm-hmm. We belong to a lineage and we descend to save. We have a family and we're already married. And when you enter into this physical plane, um, you might have to, along the way, uh, end up marrying because you want to promote the family line. Yeah. But that will have to be overseen by the celestial or spiritual partner. It's overseen from above. You cannot choose an earthly partner without the counsel of elders mm. ordaining it in spirit. But who's responsible to impart these teachings? Because whenever you, you talk concepts like uh, polyandry, uh, the immediate reaction is about um, procreation, is about uh, sexuality. Who's responsible? Uh, let me tell you, the institutions, they will never assign anybody responsible because they are threatened. When the truth is exposed, they are threatened. It's going to challenge the belief system. It's going to challenge the religion. It's going to challenge most of the things that are being propagated through media. When mm. you speak out, you become an enemy to the system in place. And, and this sounds like a, a, it has a deep human history to it. Um, so, so why was it practiced? Okay, in, 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 in ancient period, it was practiced... Because, though, like I said, some people, when they, enter in, when they come into this physical plane, they have a high calling. Mm. And they have to serve in that high calling. And already they are married in spirit into an immortal being or a celestial being who oversees whatever in this physical plane. And why that marriage takes place is because of the following reason. You get married to a celestial being, being while living in this physical plane for the following reasons provision of divine guidance and protection while you are uh, executing your mandate here on earth Mm -hmm. provision of secret teaching in spirit not everything that we know some of us who have a high calling we are taught by earthly beings we are taught in spirit by masters who've ascended we also it's an assistance offered to us to partake in soul journey experiences and to be spiritually empowered to be able to serve in this physical realm. The selection of a partner in the physical will be overseen by the celestial spirit or the immortal being ordained in spirit to actually choose the earthly partner if you have to have an earthly partner. And also it's an assistant offered to those called for the consecration of their high calling. So, 
yeah no uh, this is uh, it, it's it's a deep conversation and i don't think we'll do justice with just one conversation um let, let's just uh, talk about uh, in a an environment where uh, only daughters are birthed um can polyandry be uh, perhaps of assistance in in keeping the same name um and and the lineage of the family let me also come back to this correcting the concept of daughters during ancient period during the era where the goddess mother was honored and worshipped the kingship and the rulership ran through the matrical line not the patriarchal line let's correct the concept mm. there's nothing wrong giving birth to a daughter and the daughter carrying the family name it came with patriarchy this thing of we have to carry the family name of a man Wow. So a daughter can continue the yes, family name. Yes, ha- we have had powerful queens in Africa. Powerful, in actual fact, the next... Who led troops. The, who it, fought for the land. The, the next conversation actually, is going to be about a powerful um, a, a queen, Mkabai. Um, yes, that's what my we're favorite. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even going to start you starting on that uh, conversation already. Let's look at the spiritual obligation that comes with um, knowing that you have that power to do so and you then become a, a polyandrist. Okay, let me, let, let's explain this so that you know it's understood. When you have a, a calling, sometimes the spiritual obligations Impose on the being with that calling makes one not to be able to fulfill the physical needs of the partner in this realm. In that case, one has to be very understanding and finding or be guided to find a partner who will be able to fulfill those mandates because we tend not to understand the concept of sexuality. Mm. Sexuality, the way it's been propagated by media has lost its respect. Mm. Sexual energy is very potent. It's a powerful energy that can create, destroy, and preserve. If you abuse it, it will destroy you. If you nurture it and you channel it create correctly, you can explode this whole universe. Wow. So if you don't know what, what you're carrying in you, you'll abuse it and you'll, be, you'll misuse it. And you'll also be abused by the system and you will sell yourself short. But when you understand that sexuality is the energy that bears everything, then you'll understand that those with a high calling, most of the time they become celibate. They, 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 they stop engaging at a physical level and channel their energies uh, at higher realms because they need it to create probably other planets or other realms. It's channeled for a better cause than carnal gratification. Yeah. I... <laughs> I have to take water uh, right now. And uh, as we have uh, news headlines with Utsile Sako, we continue this conversation straight after the news headlines. And uh, on the line is Dr. Mamute Womudzehi, who is author of Odyssey, uh, a, a healer, author of Odyssey, a healer.
Hashtag SAFM Lifetime. All right, I have to apologize for that. Um, my papers are saying uh, Mutsei and uh, uh, and uh, the information uh, that uh, you have given us, Dr. Says Mutsisi, and uh, humbly apologize for that, uh, Mamoteo Mutsisi. Dr. Mamoteo Mutsisi is joining us uh, on the line as we talk about polyandry and a very deep concept. It is uh, Kay in Bloemfontein says, it must take a special kind of man of a high level of maturity who's able to lay down his pride and ego to share a woman uh, in polyandry. You see, the conversation is just reduced to sexuality. Um, and and I, I also saw a tweet that just uh, he says is Ananias, um, polyandry is whoredom. Uh, and and there's also another um, uh, from Gancho. Uh, Gancho says fetishes of threesome and married people with heavy desires to have uh, to have it uh, with the same sexes is so common. Surely uh, polyandry must have a room. Um, bulls love competition anyway. Anyway, all right. So, so how do we then get to a place where we begin to have these deep conversations uh, that are informing that uh, the misinformation of of the the humankind um, is exposed to different? Yes. Um, commenting to I don't know who 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 sent a comment earlier regarding it takes a special it's Kay in soul or a special man. Let me also add on that. Yes, it does take a special soul and a special man and a humble man to actually engage with somebody with a high calling. Mm. It's not for everybody. And I guess uh, Valmarie uh, is speaking on behalf of many people. Valmarie Pico uh, saying that I, I, I must say that uh, the body is sacred and it's meant for only one uh, person for men and women for both men and women i struggle to fully grasp uh, your guess uh, too much history or something <laughs> i feel you i feel you valmary um, but we're understanding the concept of polyandry that's what the conversation is about and uh, joining us uh, on the line and we can only get to understand when we ask and seek and joining us is uh, dr mutsisi to just help us understand uh, kgm and kimberly i can never keep up with you good afternoon and welcome today it's kimberly tomorrow Hey, I can't keep up with you. Hoping to see you in Bloemfontein maybe this coming weekend. Good afternoon, uh, Chrisanda. Good afternoon to Mama Mutsis. And good afternoon to the listeners. Look, Chrisanda, we make things difficult even when they are very easy. Thank goodness that there's a woman who's willing to, to stand for the truth of nature, not the truth of human beings, not the truth of convenience. Look, if anybody wants to argue differently from what your guest is saying, mm. let them look the side of the animals. We claim to be the two-legged animals. They, we are not the only two-legged. There's others. There's mm. four-legged. Uh, do you see a female, any female animal having uh, one man, woman, or whatever you want to call it? Never, especially the lioness. Wherever it lays its head, that's it. That's a home. Now, why do we want to argue nature differently? In fact, men who claim to be better than women, they're, they're disingenuous. 
who carries life for nine months in their womb? Mm. Is it a man or a woman? Now, we, 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 we must be careful of having sold our souls even nature to the system. And we think that the system is nature. Let us not confuse the two. Yeah. We are all of the womb. We are all coming from a womb man. Man. Now, we can't come from a womb man and claim for the womb man to be lesser importance. Mm. It's just natural. Argue it any way you like. Nature is right there in front of us. Animals are doing it better. We claim to be better than animals, but they are better because they respect nature than we do. They respect nature than we do. Got you, KJM. Sure. Let's not reduce this knowledge, this important information to sex. If you want to understand sex, let's have a topic on it and explain that sex has been stolen. Mm. In fact, intimacy has been stolen and called sex. Mm. And that's, that's why it can be day. used as a, a tool right now um, to create employment, as they call it. Exactly. Mm. All right. Thank you. Thank you very much, KJM, for those um, uh, insights. And uh, uh, once again, taking it back to sex, uh, Jack in Alberton saying polyandry still happens, Chris Alda, but uh, uh, the other man or woman uh, is known as a Nyazi. <laughs> I... Uh, so, in in intensifying this conversation, in teaching, um, let, let's look at how we can introduce these subjects, um, even in in our, our curriculum as part of our curriculum in schools, so that we raise a generation that is woke, a generation that understands some of these uh, spiritual obligations that mankind have, uh, Doctor Mutsis. We'll have to change the education system because when I I remember when I was studying, I was, everything was focused, biology was focused on the physical body. I was never taught about my spiritual being. I was taught about the five senses and what the five senses, how the five senses operate and what it needs to actually uh, uh, meet the needs of the five senses. I was not taught about my spiritual being. And I don't, I, I, I'm fully there with the audience. And I, I actually, my heart bleeds because I realize the damage that education and religion and all these other uh, program avenues have actually uh, destroyed our way of thinking and our way of being and actually even... We've lost Ubuntu. We've lost who we are because we only look at the physical being and we, we separate the physical being from the soul. And the physical being is just a vessel. So when you look at Dr. Mutis or you look at Mattel, you see a female mm-hmm. whom probably the next thing that you think is probably, if it's a female, it has to do with sexual gratification and all that. You don't actually show respect to, my, to the essence of my being, which is spirit, which, which, which is actually far beyond this mm. physical body. When we start looking at the soul being and perceiving the soul being beyond the physical body, then we'll understand what it means to be a soul being operating the soul being actually having an earthly existence 
and also with your sexual energy channel the proper way if you need to use it for creation let it be but yeah. let it let it be channel the proper way we need to awaken i think we have to go back and even relook at the institute of marriage as we know it uh, dr mutsis where do we find your book um odyssey of a healer uh, Amazon, they've got the paperback and the uh, Kindle version. And uh, I think uh, my African buy has got a copy. And Amazon, um, what is it? <laughs> oh, God. I, I lost track now because I'm deep now. You are. Sure. Yes, I have uh, to come you, back. You are. You yes. are. <laughs> okay, I, I gave you those two. You can find my book from those two. But you know what? And, and my, I guess uh, the poster that you sent... Let's have a series on this topic. Yeah, it's no, absolutely. Important. Absolutely. It, it's very deep. On the poster that you sent, you also indicated that uh, the book is published um, by Lissedi House. Um, so I guess Googling them as well uh, to, to uh, have access uh, to this kind of information. And that is Dr. Mateo uh, Mutsisi, author of Odyssey of a Healer. And phew, okay. We need more conversations. We need to talk. We need to deepen um, the conversation. And uh, uh, someone just sent an unsigned uh, SMS. Oh, my friend Aloma, uh, one of those individuals who only uh, comment when a conversation is diplomatic in nature. I remember when we were talking about Kofi Annan and she was sharing uh, her experience, just sent a message uh, saying, loving this conversation, I'm going to get the book. Do yourself a favor and just get the book. And for those of you who just limit such conversations to just about sex and sexuality um, I, all, all I can say is grow up cooler Muslim song